Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. They say that the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. But in the case of Derek Kaufman, the apple rolled all the way to L.A. The one thing Derek and his mother share in common, however, is the love for breaking news. TMZ is breaking news faster than the New York Times. So sit back and enjoy the news from Hollywood as only the Kaufman family can bring it. Okay, it's a Thursday, not the usual time, but we're trying to work out some news scheduling with my son, Derek. How you doing, kid? I'm doing all right. How are you guys? Been a while. Yeah, can't complain. I mean, I I was putting in my bid on a '68 Chevy Camaro SS that uh, just went up there on TMZ. I heard uh, it was uh, David Koresh's car. <laughs> yeah, you know, we do these auction stories, and it's uh, pretty interesting stuff, right? Oh my you, goodness! You want you want the former uh, Waco leader's car? You can bid on it. Well, I remember seeing the car. That's what's so weird as it, you know, as they were surrounding this compound with military vehicles, I I saw this SS, this Camaro SS that was about, I guess his planned getaway car. Of course, he didn't make it out, but uh, Yeah, I, I I think that ended in a in a, in a fiery inferno if I remember correctly. Yeah. But yeah, Zach Baggins is is a guy who doesn't show ghost adventures and he's always finding these oddities he runs some museums in vegas he's he's purchased things in the past like uh some of ed gein's uh disgusting things he's the guy who was the inspiration for the movie psycho and uh, mm. had all sorts of bizarre trinkets um and you know he's he's a ghost hunter so he likes yeah. the odd and the macabre uh and so this david koresh vehicle fits right in the only odd thing I would like, and first I, you'd have to promise me that I could take it off of Derek Jeter, is the gold thong, you know? This is such a story, huh? I mean, <laughs> so Derek Jeter, you know, he's a few years removed from his playing days. He was owner of the Marlins, but he's telling a story about how he got out of a, a huge slump. And, you know, baseball is a game of superstition. Mm-hmm. And he played with Jason Giambi for a number of years. Jason Giambi was an eccentric but kind of guy, but a great hitter. And he said that this golden thong would help him break out of slumps. And when Jeter slips into one of the worst periods of, uh, you know, batting ineptitude, he eventually donned it to try to break out of the slump. You'll, you'll just try anything after a while. And it apparently worked. Hey, and like I said, I'll bid on that. You know, I just I need that. Oh, sure. To... But, you know, he didn't wear it as a thong. He said he wore shorts underneath it, which to me, that shouldn't break a slump. You got to really wear a thong. It's got yeah. to go I... all up in your business to be a to be <laughs> a slump buster in my mind. But apparently it worked. Absolutely. I was uh, telling your kids a story and you denied it. But I remember when you had to put on a tutu over a, a Yankees uh, story. But that's a whole nother show. I remember nothing of this. This, yeah. is, this is your fabrication. I, I, I deny everything. You wore the tutu. Anyway, um, and, and I think you were in law school when you did it, which is even more bizarre. But that's okay. I know it wasn't um, even long enough ago for me to really deny it as something <laughs> in my childhood. But anyway, <laughs> you digress. Yeah, I digress, yes. But this, you know, there's so much crazy story. I watched the Lisa Marie Presley TMZ special. And I have to tell you, not only was it really well done, but I didn't know a lot of that stuff. 
Yeah, you know, she was fast. She led a fascinating life and one just filled with lots of tragedy. You know, yeah. her proximity to her father dying when she was nine years old. You know, you know that's basically when he was Fat Vegas Elvis. And mm-hmm. what's tragic to me is that towards the end of her life, she lost an extraordinary amount of weight. Some some reports are forty to fifty pounds in a very short period of time using some weight loss drugs, and you can only imagine that she struggled with this issue because her father was kind of this laughing stock. He was this beautiful sort of handsome star live dancing on stage and then became this sort of sweaty lounge singer. And I bet she didn't want to deal with the press uh, if she, you know, came out in the public and and was, you know, a few pounds overweight in her mind. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's just a very, very sad story. Yeah. All of it was so sad. I I just, maybe I knew some of the story, but I didn't know, it, uh, you know, I hadn't thought about so many of those things. So I recommend it if people, you know, I walked into the house and Poppy was watching it and I said, what is that? And he goes, it's a TMZ special. It's great. You know, so, so I'm recommending. Yeah, no, we're, we're very, very proud of it because, you know, this story broke and it's one of those people who we didn't realize uh, how, how, how famous she was for how long she was. She had this life and she married Michael Jackson and to put it all together into a story was uh, really, really special for us. Yeah, yeah, and it was very well done. Uh, you did the same thing with the Tiger King, actually, and um, I'm kind of, you know, I'm missing the old good old Tiger King days. But hey, maybe the maybe he'll eventually get out of jail. I don't know. Yeah, we'll have to see. He's always colorful. He finds his way in the news one way or another, even from prison. He does. What about Pam Anderson though? She's uh, you know, after her whole big Me Too, uh, you know, expose, is she kind of backtracking now? Yeah, it's interesting. She gave this interview in 2017 at sort of the height of the Me Too movement and all of the Harvey Weinstein allegations where she said, look, I've been in Hollywood for a long time. And to me, it's common sense. And those are her words, common sense, that if uh, someone comes to the door in a bathrobe, that they have intentions Mm -hmm. uh, that are sexual in nature and you should just not go in. And she said, if you do go in, make sure you get the job, meaning get the acting gig. So it was sort of a cavalier approach. Maybe some people thought it was insensitive, a a bit of victim shaming, because several women made allegations that they went into that room and Harvey forced themselves, forced himself upon them. So she's now walking that back. Uh, She's being interviewed by Ronan Farrow and saying, it was awful what I said, but she says, this is just what I knew. This was how I was raised. And I think it's okay to say her personal experience was I was raised in a certain way to avoid those situations and I was able to navigate successfully. But mm-hmm. I think she's walking back the sort of, you know, all women should know this because each situation is very different. And she had her own, you know, sort of empowered notions about how to do things. Um, and good for her that she was able to avoid them, but it doesn't mean that everyone was uh, similarly situated. Yeah, but I, I I have to agree with her. I mean, what what is this nonsense of, you know, women want to be liberated and they want to be given the same you know, everything as men. And then they say, oh, but we're girls. And like, you know, don't don't approach us and don't hit on us and don't, uh, you know, come on. When a guy does something inappropriate, we've all had it in the workplace. So, you know, it's not just uh, whatever her name is from that witch's show that uh, I can't ever remember her name or the show. Um, it's not just those who get approached. Everybody in industry, if you're, I'm sure if you're a lawyer, you know, the senior partner hits on you. And if you're in radio business, your program director or your general manager hits on you. Not in 25 years in my case, but it happens and you just rise above Well, it. look, this, 
yeah, this may be the way the world is, but we're striving to make it a little bit different. These power imbalances can be dangerous. I mean, you're right that there are shades of gray in some situations, but the kind of things that she was commenting on Harvey Weinstein, some of those ended up being forcible rape, and I don't think anyone condones that type of behavior. And then you're right, there's a whole spectrum of interactions you have in the workplace, but I think it's a different time now, and, and people want to sort of approach these things, and the real wrongdoers are often the perpetrators of these offenses and not to look at the, the necessarily the woman who wore a short skirt and the whole she-had-it-coming sort of way of approaching the world. That's uh, not those what things she have said, changed. though. Yeah, that's not what she said, though, and that's not what I'm saying. It, there's a difference, like you said, and there are degrees, and people have forgotten about degrees. Everything is black and white. Anyway, we won't argue about that. We will argue about whether or not you think Tom Brady is really going to stay out of the broadcasting booth and not go back on the field. What's he going to do? Well, listen, I, I, if you believe him, take him at his word. He said, I'm in no rush to start my broadcasting career. I want to focus on my family. Um, and I want to focus on my business, TB12, and I'm not going to rush into this $375 million contract that has me broadcasting. I think you're right. I think you won't be out of the mix for very long. Guys mm-hmm. like him are wired for accomplishing things, and I think he'll be crawling up the walls. I read, I read an article about Smokey Robinson who's dropping an album. You know, mm-hmm. he's 80 years old or something, and right. he says, look, I tried retirement, but I just want to make music. And I think Tom Brady's a guy who wants to talk sports or be involved in sports. I don't see him being just uh, an at-home dad. Now, I do think he's very close with his kids. He posts endlessly. He's always sort of hugging them, and, and he you know, goes to their football games and things of that nature. But I do think he'll still want to get in that booth pretty soon. Yeah, and he has a lot to add. I mean, who knows better than the GOAT what a quarterback is well, thinking or what move was incorrect. And, you know, look, he could coach if he wanted to. He could do any number of things. So the idea that he's going to, you know, keep going to the uh, whatever it is, the the pony place with his little daughters riding on horses is ridiculous. Right. I do think it's interesting, though, that he made that announcement just as the Vanity Fair article with his ex-wife was about to be released because apparently she goes after him pretty seriously. Yeah, look, I mean, obviously he's had a tumultuous last few years, and part of the reason uh, there was strain in their marriage, she said, was because Tom was so committed to football and she wanted him to be more committed to family life. So he is putting on a little bit of a press to show what a great dad he is, but I'm not so cynical. I think he is, he is, he's quite into his family. Um, you know, what's interesting is he says he's not interested in dating right now. So some people are saying, oh, is he trying to win back Giselle? I don't think that's the case. I think their relationship is over and they're going to co-parent, uh, hopefully functionally. Here's what I want to leave you with, though. I think it's, it's, it'll be interesting to see how he does as a broadcaster, because historically the best broadcasters are not the GOATs. I mean, he's the GOAT of football, the greatest of all time. Michael Jordan was the greatest of all time in basketball. Not much of an announcer, because there's no sort of humility or mm. sort of self-deprecation in some of those guys. Charles Barkley, who was always chasing guys like Michael Jordan, is one of the greatest broadcasters ever. And because ever. He's not the GOAT, but he's credible enough to be in the conversation of the greats, but not necessarily the greatest. So I want to see if Tom Brady, who is the greatest, can actually pull it off. Yeah, and your old neighbor, Jalen Rose. I mean, he ended up being a better broadcaster than he was a player. Absolutely. Perfect example as well. Now, Peyton Manning was a great, and he does a great job broadcasting, so you can make the transition, but it's not always that smooth. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was never a great announcer, even though he's one of the greatest of all time. Shaq is fun, though. Shaq is fun to Shaq is really fun. Yeah, Yeah. he's a good good exception to the rule as well. Yeah, and finally... Was it uh, was it anybody you know stalking Keanu Reeves? 
you know, that's a wild story. So uh, he thinks he's related so, uh, to, to Keanu Reeves, apparently, because he was scaling walls and posting that he's sort of related to Keanu Reeves. And they found a backpack on the property, on Keanu's property, that had his DNA kit. And it mm. seems as if he wants, you know, Keanu to take the test and sort of prove that he's related. Now, it's a serious story, though. You know, he got a, he got a restraining order because he thinks the man is transient and delusional about these things. But... You know, we had never seen one where they leave a DNA kit. <laughs> and no. if people are saying, should he take it? Should he take it and prove? What, what if it is his cousin and he needs to embrace him? But it's a pretty scary situation. So he got the restraining order to keep the guy uh, 100 yards away. All right. Well, thanks for checking in with us today. We'll, uh, we'll talk again real soon. You take care. Okay. Take care, everyone.